Hello, I'm Scott Soshner. I'm Evan Novi williams And I'm Michael Barr, and this is the Bloomberg Business of Sports podcast, where we explore the big money issues in the world of sports. Today, we begin with the U.S. Supreme Court overturning federal sports wagering ban. I'm just going to come out and say it right now. This is probably the end of my marriage because I know how this is going to play out. I, I And I'm going to think I'm an expert just like the millions of other people out there that's going to bet on sports. The proverbial straw that broke the camel's back in that marriage is going to be Barr <laughs> sitting around in his tidy whiteies. May 14th. Say, wait a minute, wait a minute. It's the second quarter of the Flyers <laughs> and the Penguins. I think somebody's going to score now. Well, we begin with and we end with this is a big deal. We had a feeling that this was going to happen, Eben, you and I have been discussing that for months. You have been paying close attention to it, but it's the ripple effects here. Now we see who wins, who loses, and what comes of this. Yeah, it's pretty hard to understate exactly how much this is going to change the sports business, the sports media landscape. Rights are going to be more expensive. Advertisers are going to pay more. Team valuations are going to go higher. Uh, bidding for teams is going to be more uh, more competitive. Every single aspect of the stuff that we talk about is probably going to be more expensive, more money involved, just because for a lot of Americans, there's going to be an increased interaction. People are going to care more about sports. Oh, I was I was going to wager the over-under <laughs> until we heard the word engagement. And, and, you said, and you said care more. Does a synonym count if you don't it say does. engagement? It does. And But that's the simple truth, right? That, that, that games that previously were irrelevant because the two NBA teams were both in second to last place and third to last place, those games might why'd be relevant. You, why'd you pick on the NBA? The, the blowout NFL game there that is, go, that is three scores there apart, go. you might keep watching because well, you talking, care if Tom Brady throws a third touchdown. in-game betting. You, there's a reason to sit there throughout and pay attention, and it's advertising dream, and it's media company dream. Let's take a couple of examples. Are you ready for this? You know, Sports Illustrated's on the block. Yes. Well, they're telling potential buyers that one of the things they're looking at is a subscription service where they could offer sports betting advice. That would be pretty good right now. You know, Peter Chernin, investing in Barstool, was at Fox News Corp. Peter Chernin has a service that's aimed at the sports betting person. So a lot of ripple effects and ways to cash in here. Canner Fitzgerald, Canner yeah. Gaming, you know, they're, they're on the block as well. And, and and everything that they're pitching is about, you know, their client base, the technology they already have invested in Las Vegas and, and in other places around their, uh, their their gambling, their client, all of it. it, it all this stuff William is William Hill be was more up lucrative. 9%. As of taping, William Hill is up 9%. Yeah, I'll read yeah. off some, some stocks here. As of taping, MGM up 2.5%. Boyd Gaining, 2.5%. Cy Games, 7.5%. Patty Power Betfair in Europe, 3.4%. GVC Holdings, 3%. I, I love Novi Williams looking at the terminal, giving me like these ups and downs. This That's my great. Twitter account, actually. That's my <laughs> terminal. At Novi underscore Williams. <laughs> Novi underscore Williams. <laughs> Bar, you, Bar, you know what Twitter is, right? Yeah, the Twitter? Yeah, the Twitter. Is, Are you is on that the, a you're new not, candy you're, bar? You're, you're not, you're, you're, <laughs> I meant to bring this up. I'm sorry we're on the air. But every time I promote what we do, I say at you know uh, Novi or underscore Williams. And there's no bar. Like, get on Twitter. Okay, Scott. Let's put a let's put a betting line on when Michael Barr gets Twitter. I'll say I'll Just, say June 25th. But over he has under. to do it himself. He has to do it himself. Right. And what is this. your bet? Whatever. Over. I'll take the under. <laughs> the I'll take the under. Let's sign it up right now. Pay him off. Pay off Evan oh. because I have a Twitter handle now. You have wait. When, yes. did you, when did you do it? it uh, we did this last week. 
I didn't know. I didn't know either, but I'll take <laughs> I don't the follow money. You. But I'll yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> by the way, by the way, if, if you know if, you know if a tree falls in the woods and nobody's there, if nobody knows you have a Twitter handle, it doesn't matter. I like to think the four followers that I have is Big Bar Love Sports. Big, Big Bar Sports. Two R's? Two R's. Right. Big Bar I Sports. I will invest that in the Yankees tonight. I, I would, yeah, I would have taken instead of bar stool, I would have gone bar full sports. I want to thank uh, my cousin John and the other. But you know what? But getting back to this about the Supreme Court, I can't begin to say how huge this is. As you mentioned, uh, the the bookmakers in Britain are going hog wild as well. But let's answer, yeah, let's answer some questions, though, for folks who might be, and Eben's our expert here, let, for folks who are like, All right, what does this mean? Eben, you can't go today. If you're in Jersey or if you're in Delaware, you can't go place a bet today, right? Yes. Today, you are not going to be able to. We're talking on the order of probably a week or two. Uh, if you live in New Jersey or Delaware, you're going to be the first one out of the gate. Uh, and that's true because New Jersey has been planning for this for so long. And Delaware has parlay cards. They have an, a sports lottery that they can quickly turn so over. So that's out at Monmouth Racetrack. Exactly. So New Jersey, in a couple of weeks, it'll be Monmouth, but it'll also be Atlantic City. You know, it, it might even be online with DraftKings, you know, which which has a, a an office in New Jersey, has a head of sports books. They're looking for a, a land-based casino partner right now. So Delaware and New Jersey, very quickly. There are a few other states, there's four others that have passed laws already in anticipation of this Supreme Court ruling. So if you live in West Virginia, New York, Pennsylvania, or Mississippi, there's a good chance that in the near future as well, you may see gambling in those states, sports oh, gambling in those states. Oh, lordy, honey. We Any other state. Big trouble. <laughs> Pennsylvania resident Michael Barr over there. Michael Barr, ready? He's going to have fireworks, he's going to have moonshine, and he's going to have sports betting. Love Look it. out, world. All my food groups yeah, right and, there. And he's got a Perkins nearby. Forgetting <laughs> now, the, the there are, leagues. yeah, so there are 14 other, other states out there that have some sort of legislation being considered by their state legislator. Okay, now the sports league wanted at least the NBA and MLB they wanted federally regulated sports betting. That is not what we have. So this is a loss for the sports leagues? They're going to couch it happy, as a loss. Happy, but not as happy as they could be? <laughs> exactly. I think in, if you were the NBA or the NFL, your dream scenario was that the Supreme Court upheld the, the, the restriction in this round and that the momentum around this movement is so great that you then went to the federal government and said, listen, we can't keep the lid on this for that much longer. We need a federal law. Here's how we want to help shape that federal law. We've seen these leagues lobbying state legislatures individually. Each, you know, the MLB and NBA went into West Virginia. Neither of them have franchises there. They went and lobbied hard to try to get their hands on the way that this this law was shaped because there are things like the integrity fee, which right, we've talked about. For people who don't know, this is important. Sure. Like, of course, the leagues want their cut. You know, how, how are they getting theirs? Every owner's be like, all right, great. Now there's sports betting. More people are paying attention to our games. How do we get ours? And they're couching it as something called an integrity fee. Mm -hmm. But in essence, it's just their cut. It's a royalty fee. Yeah. Right. yeah. They are saying that if you want to use the, our team names, if you want to make money off the back of our games, we want to cut for that. In the same way that any advertiser, if they're going to use the Yankees logo, has to pay up for that. But, uh, the argument against that is is pretty clear, and the casinos have made it, is that these leagues are going to benefit from this already. As we've said, media rights are going to go up. People are going to care more about their games. There's ancillary financial benefits all across the board for these leagues. They're already going to get that, that boost. Why then pay off the top of wagers as well? But that's only going to be a matter of time before that happens. And yes, the, the VIG, for people who don't know, 
when, when I mention the big, that is the percentage that the house itself takes. That's going to go up because eventually that will happen. And gamblers can say, well, I'm not going to pay this and that. No, forget that. Because if you're going to bet on the game, you're going to bet on the game. And it, yes, you're going to look for the best big possible, but it's still going to happen. And what, what this conversation is going to create is a weird patchwork world in the United States where if you live on the border of New Jersey and Pennsylvania, you can drive across and get possibly two different sets of prices. Or because, if you are a hitchhike. <laughs> because of the way, A, your state divvies up the taxes, because yeah. of whether or not your state decided to, to, to bow to the leagues and give them a, a, an integrity fee. Uh, so short term, this is going to be a state-by-state thing, much like we saw with Daily Fantasy, that can get very messy. That's going to be a test to how much the leagues want to press their lobbying power and eventually if it becomes so frustrating for everybody involved i would say there's a good chance that we're going to have a federal law at some point so let me ask you this because we've seen hints at this a guy like ted leonsis owns the wizards owns the capitals and is an investor in sport radar which sends gambling lines to the betting houses around the world mark cuban michael jordan also investors there his dream scenario now if i read it right is for folks to come to his arena. What's it called these days? I forgot, you know. Using Not the, the Verizon Center. Center. Right? Yeah, they, they, Capital they One? Up. Maybe Capital One. So he'll open early. He'll have lounges and machines where people can bet. And he'll have folks pretty much coming to the arena. And let's say let's say European soccer, EPL, uh, they start games at like 7.30 here. So on game day, come on in early, sit in the lounge, have a drink, and bet on all the EPL games. Sure. This is one of the big questions moving forward is how much leagues and league owners embrace this. And if they embrace it to the fullest, the scenario you just said is exactly what's going to happen. You're going to see these teams signing sponsorship deals. So who wouldn't embrace it? Why why would they not embrace it? (laughs) Is is there still reputational That would be the argument for Disney was supposed to invest in DraftKings, and at the last minute, we think it worked out that somebody up high said, whoa, 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 let's pump the brakes here. This may not be for us. And they didn't invest. But... I mean, we're saying now that it's so accepted, it's so widespread, it's it's the fabric of society. There's really somebody out there who's still going to say reputational risk, I'm not going to do this? Yeah, I think whatever everything that happened with the Daily Fantasy World three years ago is going to be time, at times 10 with this. And there was a huge including the, Including the commercials? Including the commercials. Oh, my God. So, yeah, well, including the commercials. Oh, my God. But to answer your question, there was this huge blowback for Daily Fantasy of the amount of people that suddenly became problem gamers. You brought up a great point, Evan, and this is something that is very serious about because now it's going to be widespread all over the place. And like I was saying at the top of this segment, everybody is going to be an expert. Everybody's going to try to to beat the line. Everybody's going to do it. And just like you said, people are going to go way above their head and take out a second mortgage or bet the paycheck. And, and again, if you want to just enjoy your time and you want to gamble on you know, a little game, whatever, you put your little $10 on, whatever, that's your thing, that's fine. But it's the people that go way overboard, and I'm willing to also bet you're going to get a lot of calls to the Gamblers Anonymous yeah. and all those But here's lines. my question for you, Bart. Are those people, and we talk about the underground betting economy, billions of dollars, is that already happening? That's the question. Are those folks who need the fix, who need to gamble, who have a problem, are they already betting anyway? Well, yeah, they are, but the, there's tons of people who are not betting right now that so will gonna, eventually need we're the gonna fix. Create, when they we're going to create, we're going to create, absolutely, 
Without question. Ad- addicted gambler. Well, yeah. Let me put it this way. Let's say, for instance, we have a variety of automobiles and vehicles you can buy. Some vehicles, well, he's like going, a Prius. He's going cars. I know, I'm oh sorry. I can't help. <laughs> They're not very fast. Other cars, like Corvettes, you know, they can go up to speed, and they got to be careful of speeding tickets or, or worse. Now, this is like... You can just go to the dealership, and all they have now are Corvettes. And everybody's going to start speeding. I shouldn't say everybody, but more people are going to start speeding. Excuse me. I just want to let you know that my Ford Escape, while not a Corvette, perfectly able getting me a speeding ticket. Uh, That's true. But they can't go 120 miles an hour. You've never been in my escape. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now I have to come to your house and what? visit you. Yeah. What do you mean I can't do 120? I can do 125. I should add, by the way, it was an overwhelming majority to strike down the entirety of the federal prohibition. This is the Bloomberg Business of Sports Podcast. I'm Michael Barr, along with Scott Soschnick and Eben Noby Williams. And we are here each and every Monday and Friday exploring the world of money and sports. Join us at the end of the week when we talk with the biggest and brightest in the sports business industry. You're listening to Bloomberg Business of Sports from Bloomberg Radio around the world and online as an Apple podcast on iTunes. 